Welcome to EnviroPod, a chance to catch up with all the good things your Department of Public Works and Environmental Services does to maintain and improve the environment in Fairfax County. I'm your host, Bob DeMarco, and on this edition of the podcast, I'm speaking with Erica Carter, Recycling Coordinator with Solid Waste Management, about the Farmer's Markets Composting Program. Erica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. So composting, growing up, uh, we had neighbors that did a lot of composting, had a big heap. But I grew up in the suburbs, and there wasn't Mm. too much gardening. What is composting? Well, composting is the organic breakdown of material. So it happens naturally. Uh, What we do uh, with the food scraps that we collect is to give it a little nudge. So we do it in a little bit more industrial way to make sure that things break down properly. Because the stuff that your neighbors had in their backyard broke down, but maybe it might have taken a really long time, or it might have left really big chunks, or it might have attracted a lot of... um, unwanted guests. So uh, what we do is is a process. Well, we don't do it. We have a contractor that does it, Veteran Compost, and they have a more industrial process for doing this. And what do you do with the end product? So you're taking organic materials, household materials, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, and breaking it down. And what do you do with it? Well, it becomes a soil amendment. It becomes compost. So actually, what we collect is food scraps, and what we produce is compost. But for some reason, we just call it all compost because it, okay. it, because that's where it ends up. But it doesn't start out as compost. It starts out as food scraps and ends up as compost. And that f- those um, the food scrap compost is actually very um, rich in nutrients for the soil. And uh, some of it is composted with worms. That's uh, vermicomposting. And so that produces a very rich compost. So in the end, um, it's very desirable. We don't get it back. Um, some, at some point, maybe the contract will do it that way. But right now, we give them, we pay them to compost our food scraps, and we don't get anything back. So what's the benefit uh, to the county? You just have an up. Op- what's the benefit? Well, Last so far, we started this at just four markets. In uh, we started at the end of June, and we have already diverted from disposal fifteen, almost fifteen tons of food scraps. So that's keeping that out of our waste stream, and that is the real value for us. Now, for the farmers, the real value is in the in the compost, but for us, it's the diversion. Okay, so you're you're taking um, you're taking waste material out of uh, the landfills and that kind of thing, and you're making use of it, making very good use of making it. Making yeah. very good use. So compost is, is you said a soil amendment, but what that does is really enrich it with nutrients. I would imagine, right from the food and the stuff that gets broken down. Yeah, it's a it's a natural fertilizer. You're not talking to a man with a green thumb. <laughs> so well, if, <laughs> if, I, if I sound like a babe in the woods, that's yeah. what that's what it's about. So. Okay, so how does it work with the farmers markets? Well, um, other jurisdictions have done this where they have started um, testing the waters essentially to see how people respond to the opportunity to drop off food scraps at farmers markets. There's a little bit of a, you know, it's 
sort of the same people. <laughs> the people who shop at farmers markets are often the people who will collect food scraps and bring them back. So, um, you know, it seems like a safe place to do it. Um, they're not as as grossed out, I guess, as <laughs> as some people might be. Um, so we're just doing it. It was the um, Board of Supervisors' suggestion that we um, that we start with these um, this trial at some different farmers markets to see how it goes. Well, I think that makes sense. Uh, you know, oftentimes uh, government talks about behavior change. You know, they did they talked about that with the plastic bag tax. You know, changing people's behavior in the short term uh, makes change over the long term. That that kind of thing. And it seems like uh, the people who go to farmers markets might be a little more conscientious in general about their food. Uh, so it stands to reason that they'd be the ones who would be bringing it back. So it seems like the right way to do the that kind of a pilot project. So how do how do people collect compost and or scraps to bring into the farmers market? Well, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, some people keep um, keep a little. Um, it's called like a caddy, compost caddy. Um, it's a small bucket that you keep in your kitchen, maybe under the sink or on the counter. It has a lid, so the fruit flies don't necessarily <laughs> take over. And uh, some of them have um, a charcoal filter, so it doesn't smell. So um, you can collect it in something like that and then put it into a larger container outside in your garage, on your deck, something like that. Um, some people keep it in um, the refrigerator or the freezer. Uh, they'll put it in old Tupperware or Ziploc bags or something like that. And that way, and we can take it frozen. It's perfectly uh, good. And, and in fact, it, it's a little bit nicer to deal with when we first collect it when it's frozen. But it's not a requirement. It's just less soupy. <laughs> oh. Uh, you could also collect it in one of those things I see in people's backyards. Maybe this is a composter itself. It looks yeah. like a 55-gallon drum. A tumbler. tumbler. Yeah, yeah. That That's for doing your own backyard that's, composting. That's for your own. Okay, so what does it look like? You get to the park. or I'm sorry, not the park. You get to the uh, farmer's market. Mm -hmm. You have your compost in your little bin, your, your compost caddy. Um, how do you turn it in? Is there a giant bin you walk up to? What's that? Yes. Maybe not giant. Ooh, but is that gamey? Well, there are several smaller bins with lids, so it's not so gamey. Okay. <laughs> and um, we actually have stationed ourselves near the entrance to the park or to the uh, farmer's market just for that reason. So people don't have to walk around for an hour with their food scraps before okay. they get to us. And uh, so they, we have um, a person from Veteran Compost there who will accept your food scraps. They'll look it over maybe a little bit to make sure there's no plastic bags in there. Um, make sure that it's what we're, what we're looking for. Very rarely do they turn anybody away. I mean, usually it's just, you know, dump out the plastic bag. We don't want that. And that's it. Um, and then they'll seal it up. We thank them. And uh, you can go and finish your shopping at the market. Is all sort of organic kitchen waste acceptable, or are there unacceptable items? It's really pretty much anything that comes out of your kitchen. Um, you can also do cut flowers. Mm. Um, some people accept, or, well, I don't want to go there. 
<laughs> no, but I mean, it, it's, I have on the sign that we use at the farmer's market, there's a picture of a cheeseburger. So it's the bun, it's wheat or whatever your bun is made out of. Um, it's the burger, so that's meat. Uh, there's cheese, which is dairy. Um, all the condiments, lettuce, tomato, onions, all of it go, can go into the food scraps container. And we also accept bones, shells, um, rinds, mm, you know, okay. pretty yeah. much anything that's organic that comes out of out of your um, out of your kitchen. We will also accept like paper towels, um, but not with cleaning products or okay. bodily fluids. Yeah. So um, if you're, you know, kind of wiping down the counter after you've made something, you can toss it in there. Um, and actually having a little bit of paper in your compost container helps to um, absorb some of the liquid so it's a little bit less soupy. Oh. Um, so some people will throw like a um, folded up newspaper in the bottom of their compost bin just because it, it's a great way to soak up some of that juice. So acceptable would also be um, some of these um, currently uh, disposable food trays and yeah. and uh, silverware and things that say labeled as composting. Obviously, not silverware, but, you know, serviceware. Yeah. Um, these kind of things can are acceptable as well. Absolutely. So a pizza box. Okay. Um, yeah. Takeout containers. You're getting a lot more of those paper takeout containers mm -hmm. now. Um, those are compostable, and the um, serviceware that is labeled compostable. Okay. Those, are, those can all go in there, yeah. Are you a gardener yourself? Not really. Okay. So you haven't personally used the compost or, or benefited uh, in your own garden from, from, this, uh, from this stuff? No, just in the food you've eaten. That's so. Uh, how about this program? Is it successful? Are people? Is it popular amongst uh, the the crowds? It really is. It really is. And we only um, budgeted or have the resources right now for the four farmers markets. And you know, right after it started, people wanted us to expand, but we d we just didn't have the bandwidth to do that right now. And this really was an opportunity for us to see. Um, how well this process works. Um, in choosing the four markets, we chose, we based it on day of the week okay. and geography. So um, that's kind of how we spread them out. Um, and one market that we're using, it's operated by Fresh Farm. It's a nonprofit. And they operate year-round. So that's going to be our one test market that is year-round. So that's we'll great. see how that goes in the winter. Well, environmentally, how does how does compost um, impact the environment? How will this program uh, help improve the environment? Well, um, you know, um, carbon dioxide is is uh, and methane gas are are both greenhouse gases that are very dangerous. And what you want to do is sequester the carbon. And composting is a great source, a great way to sequester carbon. So we're pulling it out of the atmosphere, essentially. We're keeping it in the ground. So I'm not a scientist, but, <laughs> but um, it, is a, it is a great way to reduce the amount of methane that is released into the environment. Okay. That's, uh, that's interesting. Um, 
it also seems like maybe less fertilizer has to be used. Right. And, and a lot of fertilizer, I think, is not natural. A lot of fertilizer. Again, Petrochemicals. No yeah. Right. Yes. And these yeah. nitrogen kind of things that they spray and... Um, I don't know. Now I'm really now I'm really talking out of school. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I know <laughs> no, that but yeah. there are some fertilizers that are not so great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No. These are these are real. This is what our ancestors have used for, you know, time immemorial. That's, is this natural compost? We're taking the nutrients that are already there. We've already made the investment, right, yeah. to grow the plant, right. and now we're just going to continue to use that investment, in in. Uh, New compost and new pl- and and then growing new plants without the use of petrochemicals right. to make fertilizer. You also don't need as much um, herbicide or insecticide because um, this compost is is a really good nutrient. I mean, it's the most natural nutrient for these plants, and so they're stronger. They don't they're not as susceptible to pests and weeds and and other things. And I recently heard that m- some crazy percent, like 90% of the farmland soils in this country, or maybe the world, I can't remember, are depleted almost completely of vitamins and minerals. And er, minerals, I guess, the minerals that need to be in that soil to make vegetables grow uh, in such a way that they yield the most nutrients for mm-hmm, us. Right. A lot of that is has been leached out of the soil with sort of single crop farming, you know, where they just, mm, just yeah. plant the same thing over and over. It seems like something like compost could be a, a cure for that. You know, you're taking these nutrients from the food and breaking it down and putting it back out there. Well, and I think shopping at farmer's markets is a great way to also do that because they will rotate their crops and, and they're really good stewards of the land as opposed to the more, I think, industrialized um, mass production of food. So I think in in doing this, you know, you're sort of hitting it on both ends as a consumer and as a, both the demand and the um, supply side. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like when you pick up your dry cleaning and you bring the you bring the hangers back. You know, you don't just wad them up and throw them in the in the recycling. Or scream about wire hangers. <laughs> or yeah. scream about wire hangers, which, you know, does have its creepy side. Um, is there any sort of uh, way that, that this could be collected curbside? Is this uh, an option? It is. It is. Maybe um, not Maybe not for everybody. Maybe not right now. I was just in Seattle last week. And as I want to do, I peeked in somebody's uh, compost bin, and um, and they have a three bin system there. So they collect or people set out from their homes, trash, recyclables, and organics. And in the organics, so I was in Seattle. It rained the whole time, but it's green the Emerald City, right? So everybody has yard waste. And they put their food scraps in there. And they put them in, you know, like a little compostable bag and drop it in with the food waste. And it all gets picked up together. And that really is, I think, the best way to do it. Um, You can pick pick up curbside um, food scraps. And there are companies that will do that. They'll come. You can set up a subscription service. And they'll come to your house, pick it up give you a clean bucket and 
be on their way. And that is a really convenient way to uh, to do food scrap composting. And um, that information is on the Fairfax County website about the oh. different companies that are licensed in our area to provide that service. It's, if, if you make it convenient and you make it available mm-hmm. and you get people educated on something, that's how you can start changing behavior it seems, and then maybe that that goes wide. You know, that goes countywide eventually. And and uh, I mean, it would be great if we all had some way in our daily life to reclaim some of the wasted food. Because I just did it last night. You know, when I, whenever I grocery shop, I kind of purge out the old stuff from the fridge that I didn't get to. Mm-hmm. Threw away a whole bag of romaine. I felt terrible. You know what I mean? I know. I and, know. And uh, you know. And I, I did think for a moment, I just throw it out in the but I'm not going to throw it out in the yard and have a yard full of yard waste, uh, <laughs> you know, but I felt bad about putting it in garbage in a plastic yes. bag and then throwing that away yeah. too. And then just the waste of food. So if there's just a way for us to reclaim and be a little bit more responsible. Growing up, my mom was always like, it's a sin to waste food. And my grandmother would say that too. And, you know, that that's stuck. Well, and there are strategies to reduce the amount of food you waste. I think... Um, EPA puts the number between 25 and 40 percent of food that's created gets wasted. I know. So um, one example I saw was that if you bought four bags of groceries, if you brought four bags home, you could have just left one in your car. (laughs) That's how much that's how much we waste. And so there are things that you can do to reduce the amount that you're wasting. You know, if you've got like onions or something like that or other vegetables, really, chop them up and pop them in the freezer. And when future you goes to make something and you just need a few diced onions, you already have it and and you'll be grateful. So um, there's a lot of people that, you know, if they're if you're really um, if you're really conscious about this, you can cut things up and pop them in the freezer or have leftover night dinner or something like that. I set up a buffet for my family. My husband, for some reason, loves leftovers. So <laughs> I, uh, I, so it's sort of like a buffet, and you can take whatever you want. And then, you know, we get rid of leftovers that way. But I know that awful feeling when you find something that sort of got pushed to the back of your fridge and, yeah. and you missed it. Yeah. I had such good intentions for this lettuce when I bought it. All the wholesome, you know, all the yeah. wholesomeness. Um, yeah, so uh, seems like this is a, a good way to go. It's a it's a way to kind of close the loop. And yeah. and um, maybe it's a way to be a little bit more conscious about what we eat, too. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If you're buying food that... that that you you want to consume. I mean, you know, think about it. Is this really something that I that you know is healthy? And is it something that I'm actually going to, or my family is actually going to eat before you before you bring it home? And then if you've already got it, go ahead and 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 cook it. Yeah. Thank you, Erica, for coming on the Enviropod and talking about the farmers markets uh, composting program. It sounds like a really interesting and uh, great way to be responsible without spending too much effort. Oh, is there anything about this program uh, besides contacts? I want you to tell us how we can find out more information, but anything else about this program that we haven't talked about that that you want to mention? Well, uh, this program 
complements our regular food scrap drop-off, which is at our I-66 transfer station and the I-95 landfill complex. And those sites are going to be open year-round. Um, the other farmers markets, the three that are operated by the Park Authority, will end. Um, the Herndon Farmers Market ends um, this month, and um, the other two end um, early December. So, you know, that this opportunity is going to end, but there are other ways that you can continue to do it. So hopefully you've gotten, you know, this, this practice established of, of saving your food scraps and taking them somewhere. And, you know, when the farmer's market ends, you can still take your food scraps somewhere. Well, uh, I hope this goes wide. I hope this becomes part of my, uh, my ritual, too. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Enviropod. If you want to get more information on the Fairfax County Department of Public Works and Environmental Services and all that it does, go to fairfaxcounty.gov slash publicworks or call 703-324-5033. Weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining us. And uh, thanks for listening to Enviropod, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.